Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, Making Legendary Leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode. I don't know about you, but I am doing a lot of presenting online. And I would imagine you probably are as well, because again, we're all working remote. That's the life that we have right now. And I would expect that, quite frankly, a lot of our work will stay remote, even whenever all of these stay-at-home orders change and a lot of things are lifted, because we've proven, a lot of businesses have proven that we are just as successful working remotely as having an office, right? So as we continue to think about working remotely and doing presentations through Zoom or Google Hangouts or GoToMeetings, whatever you use, um, you know, I want you to be thinking about what is the best way to present in one of those meetings. I've got, you know, a, a meeting coming up where I'm going to present some slides and, you know, I keep thinking about what that looks like. You know, when you're in person, it's so much easier because you can do a couple of slides. You've already chatted with everyone in the room. You've gotten out all of the, I'm not going to say jitters, but, you know, you've just gotten comfortable with the people in the room, however you want to define that. And then when it comes time to put the slides up on the screen, you're ready to go. It's so easy because you now understand a little bit more about everyone's personality and what they're looking for. And you already know how to read them a little bit. So as you're presenting, you can look through the room and you can understand, are they getting this? Are they not? You know, you can use that emotional intelligence that, that we talk about using. Well, when you're online... We've already talked about this. It is so hard. You you want to be able to look at the participants. But if you're presenting, you have to look at your slides too. And so how do you balance all of this? I think it's a great point <clears throat> or a great challenge rather. How do you balance looking and trying to read your audience online and working remotely as well as presenting? Well, there are a couple things that I would tell you. Number one, do not put a ton of words on your slides. Keep the presentation more like a conversation. That's the best advice I can give you. If you do nothing else in a presentation, especially if everyone is remote and you're all joining in through you know, a web conference service and you're looking at a screen to look at information, keep the slides very, very simple. Okay, If you can show a photo or a graph or something like that to tell your story, do that. People will look at that. People will sit and look at the graph and digest the numbers and interpret what it means. That's engaging. Okay, but a slide with 10 bullets and tons of words, I don't know about you, but personally for me, turns me off. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not. I'm done. And I, I stop looking at the screen and I listen to the presenter for a few minutes. Um, and then I, I may grab my phone and start checking my email. And I'm not trying to be a jerk. I am being so honest, though. It's hard. And so... How do we keep people engaged? Photos on your slides, no more than about four bullets max, and those four bullets shouldn't have any more than about five words per bullet. Keep it very simple, clear, direct, succinct. The bullets should just really be ideas or thoughts that you're going to cover. Because again, if you get on a presentation and you're reading it to me, then, you know, to me personally, I'm like, man, this is a waste of my time because I could have totally read this myself. I know how to read. 
right? Everyone that's on your webinar, they know how to read. So you don't need to put slides together that people have to read. It's really more of a bullet so that they can go back to it later if they get a copy of the presentation and be like, oh yeah, this is what she said. Or it's, it's also a reminder for you, all the, the four things that you want to cover. Okay? And, and then you just talk about what's going on relative to what you're trying to share on that slide and you move on. Or you use those couple of bullets to, to generate a discussion. And that's the other piece. Because you're trying to do one of two things in your presentation. You're either trying to generate a discussion and come to an agreement and an understanding of what you're sharing. Or you're simply just trying to provide an update or a download of information. And if it's a download of information, again, graphs are probably the best way to do it if you've got numbers. Share the facts. Because, you know, if we're talking about running a business, I really want to know the facts. A lot of people in business will say, well, you know, I feel... And then, you know, again, I'm telling a lot about myself through this episode. If you tell me you feel in a business, I'm like, okay, well, where is that coming from? Because we talk about trusting our gut, and we should. As business owners and leaders, we have to trust our gut. And I want you doing that. But what I don't want you to do is go into a meeting with a supplier or a vendor or a partner, um, you know, a potential client, and talk about how you feel. Because that, depending upon that person's personality, they're not going to be receptive to that. A lot of people want to understand data and facts and why you're making that decision. And you don't have to say, I'm making that decision because I feel like this is what we need to do. You just need to say something to the effect of, I'm making the decision because I know this is the path we need to go down. Right? Feelings is emotion. Knowing is your thought in your mind. Just that little switch of the verbiage when you're presenting information, will make a difference, okay? And so, let's go back to this. If you've got slides, think about the words you're using. Think about if you can present data, because data is black and white. It's factual. It's not emotional. Put the data on there to give people an update of how the business is doing or, you know, show a trajectory of where you want to go. Right. If you're presenting information about your vision, for example, you know, we've talked a lot about that this week. Create a slide that has like a road on it and different stops on the road. And each stop on the road is a point or a phase of your vision. Okay, that tells the story. Use an illustration just like a book to tell a story. Because here's the thing. No one's showing up to your meeting to read the latest great novel. That's not what they're there for. Okay. They're there to quickly be told, you know, what's going on in the business or understand a couple of points so that you can generate that discussion, right? Again, two reasons. It's going to be one of the two. And if you're generating the discussion, an image is going to help help that happen because then they can say, oh, well, let me look at this roadmap that you've created for your vision. Why is, why is step three step three? Great discussion, right? If you're giving an update on the business and you're showing the vision and you're showing you're currently at step two going to step three, easy to interpret, very fast to digest, understand, and move forward, okay? And I share all of this with you, and I want you thinking about it because, again, we've talked about this and talked about this. We're going to continue to be remote. We're going to continue to use a lot of webinar and online conferencing we're going to be using all of those tools. So we've got to get good at it. Okay, and the people that can get really good at it 
will continue to grow their business effectively. All right, and you'll continue to be a really good leader to your team. If you can stage your slides or your presentation to give your team an update on where the vision is, they're going to stay engaged. They're going to learn from your example. So now you've taught them. Okay, and then if you're going and you are the leader of a presentation to others where you need to give an update or convey information in order to generate a discussion, you're going to actively get that going and it's not going to be as painful. Why is it not going to be as painful? Because you're trying to eliminate all of the unknowns that you can't really grasp or, or get through a webcam. Right? You're, you can't, you don't have the emotional intelligence, so eliminate as much of the need for that as possible. So keep it simple. So my challenge for you today, I want you to be thinking about it. No doubt, probably in the next two weeks, probably the next two weeks, because again, we're about to end the month of April, so you may have a business update that you have to do, okay? Either to business partners or investors, or if you work for someone, your supervisor, right? Or you're going to give an update to your team relative to how they're, how they're pacing relative to the vision. Because usually as a leader, we give an update on where we are relative to the vision. That's us. Okay. So no doubt, probably in the next two weeks, you're going to give a presentation of some sort. And so my challenge for you is be thinking about that presentation. Think about that meeting that's coming up. Is it to give an update or is it to generate discussion? Decide that right now. And then from there, what I want you to do is start thinking about the slides. Don't go and do 30, 40, 50 slides. That's crazy, okay? Very simple. See if you can keep it. If you're used to doing 20 slides in a meeting, see if you can cut it in half and go to 10. Just take that challenge. Can you cut it down? Because, again, it's hard. Not everyone is going to be engaged. You're not going to be able to read everyone. So how do you keep the meeting simple? The first step is to reduce the number of slides. Okay? The next step, decide what you're going to put on those slides. Have some imagery. Tell the story through pictures. Okay, again, we're not, we're not there to read a novel. We're there to quickly give information, disseminate that information out, and go take action off of it. Or we're there to generate a discussion. If we're giving an update... Usually that's graphs, numbers, pictures, like data, okay? If we're there to generate a discussion, it may be more illustration. Maybe not. Maybe you're having a discussion about business, um, at the, about the performance of the business and where you want to go next. But you've got to decide that. Either way, see if you can use imagery to tell the story so you don't have to verbally walk people through it. People actually like that. They will be more engaged and they will participate in your meeting if they actually have to do some work. Now, most people think it's the opposite. Most people think, oh, let me just read all this to them because I want to show them what I know. And I'm the expert. And that's my responsibility. No, you are the expert. You don't have to prove it. You're in the room already. That means you're the expert. Okay? Just know that right now. You're in the room because you are the expert. You're giving the presentation because you are the expert. That's a given. The end. So, then, no more than about four bullets. What is the overarching point that you want to make? Right? So, discussion, 
update. Which, which type of presentation are you going to give? What is the point of the presentation? What do you want to accomplish? Decide that. Make sure that every slide you put in that deck drives the conversation towards accomplishing the goal that you've set out to accomplish. If it's an update, you need people to walk away understanding three things. Then your slides need to you know, correlate to those three things, nothing more. Simple. Images. Four bullets, about five words for bullet max. You can have your notes, and you just talk, share, generate a discussion if that's what you need to do. If it's an update, you're still going to probably have a discussion at the end of it. What questions do you have? We feel like we're pacing. Does this look right to you guys, right? Ask them some questions, especially if it's your team. And then you move on. Okay? Don't fill up an hour if you don't have to. Don't do it the same way. I'm challenging you. Don't do online presentations the same way you did in-person presentations. Because think about it. People were probably grabbing their phone or working on the computer or doing other things anyway. It's so much easier to definitely do that if you're working remotely. And people are going to feel that too. Cut the slides and deck in half. Shorten the meeting. Be succinct. Get alignment. Have the active discussion. Get out of the meeting what you need to get out of it. Move on. People will be so impressed and appreciate the fact that you're leading that way. It will be amazing. Again, if you're teaching, your, you're going to teach your team to do it the right way, and you're going to get the interaction and the response you want if you handle your meetings, your remote meetings especially, in the way I'm walking you through it. So, again, next two weeks, you probably have a meeting coming up. That's my challenge for you. What meeting is it going to be? How are you going to reduce the slides? What is the point you want to accomplish? What imagery are you going to use? How are you going to keep the bullets down to four? The, the words per bullet no more than about five. If you can keep it less than that, that's great. And then how are you going to guide and lead that discussion to get to the end point you want to achieve? That's what I want you thinking about. That's your roadmap to do a really good and deliver a really good remote presentation. All right? Man, I'm excited. I cannot wait. Please give me some feedback. If you're not following um, Legend Leaders on Facebook, please go check it out or Insta. We're on there. Okay, go check us out. Legend Leaders. You'll see my picture and everything. Um, you'll see the, the brand for Legend on there. But if you go deliver a presentation and this was helpful, come give me some feedback. I'd love to hear about it. Or what did you do differently? What did you tweak or change? All right. Awesome. Thank you for listening today. I really hope this helped you out. Have a great Saturday. Go have some fun.